Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. Well, it is time for SG Extra, and let's get down to it. Singapore and Malaysia will launch a vaccinated travel lane between Changi International Airport and Kuala Lumpur International Airport starting November 29, 2021. That's right. And under this VTL, fully vaccinated travelers will be able to travel between Singapore and Malaysia and be subjected to COVID-19 tests in lieu of serving quarantine or stay-home notice. Very good news for many people, many businesses, many workers. I'm sure Zakir Hussain, Singapore editor at The Straits Times, joining us now to take a look at this together. Why don't we, Zakir? This very long-awaited reopening between the two countries will pave the way for families, friends to reunite. What else do we know about the VTL? Well, I think the details are still being worked out, but I expect that, you know, this is quite a welcome move. I think it's something people had been expecting for some time as well. And I guess, you know, I think the Singapore KL route used to be one of the busiest Mm -hmm. uh, for Changi between both countries, actually, Mm -hmm. um, pre-COVID, you know. Um, We're talking about three, four thousand VTL travelers a day from the rest of the world. I think you're looking at possibly that number of travelers um, once the borders reopen. And I think, you know, it'll be a game changer, I think, for both sides in terms of uh, living with COVID-19, especially as, you know, vaccination rates in both countries are just climbing. So, Zach here, you know, currently the periodic commuting arrangement scheme, it facilitates movement of workers between both countries. It allows for cross-border travel, but with various conditions, including a stay-home notice. So that's being removed now. But a quick question, why is this? does this only cover air travel? It doesn't include land travel via the causeway or the second link, does it? Not yet. I mean, I think both prime ministers discussed it uh, when they spoke today. Mm-hmm. And I guess... The volume of travellers crossing the land checkpoints every day is is significantly high. You're looking Mm -hmm. at, you know, two to three hundred thousand. I think there's there's still some concern that with COVID, Mm -hmm. you know, possible new waves emerging and new strains, they'd want to tread cautiously in terms of allowing crossings on the land borders. Now, you know, if you're you're crossing using the periodic commuting arrangement, the land border is still an option. Right. So I think especially for folks living near Johor, that's, that's one option. But I guess it is a matter of time. I mean, you look, you know, the VTL was announced today, but it'll only be operational in 29th November. I think if things go well and, you know, uh, the situation kind of stabilizes even further, you could possibly be looking at border crossings across the causeway being allowed, hopefully by the end of the year. I think it's a question of managing the numbers yes, and exactly. making sure the checks are in place. Yeah, Just trying to be cautious because, as we know, more than, what, half a million people cross the borders daily. And after almost two years of not having that around and now with more requirements, it is going to be difficult if we see daily crossings the way they used to. Like, how do you even uh, check everyone's PCR every time they have to cross and go home or come to work or, you know? It, it will be right, tough. Yeah. It will be tough for the border security people as well on both sides. That's probably why, but I'm sure this is uh, just like the air links, as you mentioned, it's going to be two weeks down the road, so they're still ironing out uh, the requirements and, and, and the process. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Do we know, Zakia, roughly how many flights we might see per day? What kind of volume we're going to be looking at? Because I'm assuming Tim mentioned there that half a million figure from both countries' daily trips before borders closed in March last year. And I'm expecting that they would want travel flows to move at a slower pace. So what kind of numbers are we looking at in terms of possible flights between Singapore and Malaysia? Well, I think I think it's tough. I'm not sure what the current status today is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are still flights daily between Singapore and Malaysia, but I'd hazard that just a fraction the number uh, there were um, before COVID. So I think you know you, you're looking at a few things. First, the carriers have to be confident there will be demand, and and they will gradually have to add. Um, seats uh, on the routes between both countries. And it's not just Singapore Airlines and uh, Malaysia Airlines, but you've also got the private carriers. You've got Jetstar, you've got AirAsia, mm-hmm. Tiger as well. And, you know, in- including other carriers that might that might want to use the route. So um, that's one thing. The number of seats is, a, is an indicator. But I guess also, um, you know, I think quite a number of folks will want to try and avail themselves of this opportunity, especially with the school holidays, um, coming up soon, mm-hmm. you know, and the festive season, you know, if if a full flight uh, takes about 150 passengers or so, um, and there are even, say, 30 flights a day, you're mm-hmm. looking at close to 4,000 possibly. Um, and this is just a guesstimate, but I think you're looking at numbers on, on that scale. And, and so I, I guess, Zakir, what you're trying to say here is because it is a VTL and we do have capacity for VTL travelers coming in from overseas, this will probably apply to travelers coming in from Malaysia as well. That's right. Yep. Although the thing I think uh, the thing that we've got to be mindful of is just as there are VTL, there are flights uh, from you know uh, other countries that are non-VTL flights. Mm-hmm. I think you could expect the same treatment with um, flights from Malaysia. I think mm-hmm. I guess you would expect there to be flights for those say who can't be vaccinated for medical conditions or who don't want to be vaccinated. Right. These travelers would still have to go through the routine of seven days stay home notice and so on, even if that's at home. Now, just to to backtrack a little bit, for people currently in Malaysia Mm -hmm. wanting to come into Singapore, they need to apply, depending on what kind of a traveler they are, uh, for a safe entry approval before coming in. And that depends on what kind of worker, what kind of industry, if you are a dependent pass or a Singapore citizen or a PR and whatnot. Will this VTL, do you think, will have the same sort of process uh, with it as well? So there will be uh, limits not, per category. We're not sure about the details just yet, but if the VTLs with the other countries are a guide, right, mm-hmm. um, any tourist from Germany or the US or any other VTL country could avail themselves of this requirement, um, provided they apply to travel. I think I can see the same would apply for okay. Malaysians who want to come down to Singapore for a holiday. Uh, short-term travelers, mm-hmm. that's one uh, category the VTL is also hoping to target. Right. Saki, I just want to talk to you about the COVID-19 numbers because Singapore has a COVID-19 incidence rate of about 3,700 cases per 100,000 people, while Malaysia has a COVID-19 incidence rate of over 7,700 cases per 100,000 people, so double. Is this a cause for concern that their infection rate is double that of ours as we open up this VTL? I think not so much. I mean, if you look at their infection rate and compare that to some of the other countries we've had VTLs mm. with in mm. Europe, 
um, uh, they still have a pretty high infection rate. So I don't think that's such a, a, a concern at the moment, although I guess it is something uh, that they are looking out for. Okay, very interesting, of course, as you mentioned, because in some places in Europe, that, that the number per 100,000 is <laughs> three times or four times as much as Singapore. But the point so is... twice isn't such a big thing. Yeah, the point is, though, <laughs> uh, what, 87 point something percent of us here in Singapore are already vaccinated and protected. So that's probably why they are more confident about this. Yes, yep. That's right. I think, And I think vaccinations have been a game changer. And I think... Uh, they're enabling this VTL to come about. All right, very interesting. So as we said, we are looking forward to this VTL November 29th between Singapore Changi International Airport and Kuala Lumpur International Airport. And hopefully, eventually, we will hear about the land border crossings somehow. I I don't know how they're going to manage this with Mm -hmm. the number of uh, people expected to cross, but this will be a game changer, especially, uh, you know, during uh, the holiday season, not just for holiday travelers, but this will be a good uh, positive news for a lot of businesses in Singapore. That's right. I'm I'm sure it will. And a lot of people who are also... And Malaysia as well. And Malaysia as well, because a lot of people have been, a lot of Malaysian who are working in Singapore have been in Singapore for, what, more than 18, more than two years now since the border is closed. That's right, nearly two years, yep. Yep. So, very positive news coming out uh, in Singapore. Zakir, thank you very much for joining us uh, this afternoon uh, to shed some light on this. Zakir Hussain is Singapore editor at The Straits Times. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.